Welcome to Business Is Good, I'm Chris Cooper, and today I'm gonna to tell you the five levels of influence. This is important because as leaders, influence is everything, and our ability to build influence ultimately determines the success of our leadership in whatever practice we're trying to help people with, whether that's our mentorship practice, our business itself, our family life, or even our communities. Influence is everything to leadership. Hey entrepreneurs, are you working hard but barely seeing any growth? And if you do see growth, is it taking way longer than you would like? If you feel like no matter how hard you work, you always hit a ceiling when you're trying to scale, business is good, is gonna help you break through fast. I'm your host, Chris Cooper. I've been able to grow a 200 word daily blog into a $20 million worldwide business. I've actually done it, and I'm sharing my personal stories and details of how you can too. The key was to use simple models to grow fast and then teaching those models to others to help them scale too. On this show, I'm going to share those exact models with you. So let's dive in. So today I'm going to start by teaching you the five levels of leadership, and I'm going to tell you how your influence determines your leadership, but I'm also going to tell you how to build your influence at each level of leadership and how to build it through media. People will listen and follow you if they know you, like you, and trust you, but they won't just automatically do those things. You have to build that knowledge, liking, and trusting through influence if you want to be a good leader. So let's start with John Maxwell's Five Levels of Leadership. And there is an amazing book by John called The Five Levels of Leadership that you should read. But here's a brief overview. The base level of leadership, the lowest level, is called position. With positional leadership, people listen to you, follow you because they have to. They are hired to do a job and you are their supervisor and they are told to report to you. That's positional influence. The level above that is called permission influence, meaning that they want to talk to you. So it could be that maybe there are two or three shift supervisors at Walmart, but everybody comes to you because you're the nicest or you're the most helpful or you're the one with the most experience or who's been there the longest or you're the one who always has the answers. In other words, you have influence because they want to talk to you over the other leaders. The level above that is called production influence. At this level, you have leadership because you have proven that you can get the company results. So for example, you might have started as a salesperson, but now you're the sales manager because you have a proven track record in sales. You're really, really good at it. And so this might be a positional level. It very well could be. It could be less formal where the company is saying you are going to mentor the rest of the sales force and help them get better at their job. So that's the production level of leadership, and that's level three. The next level is called people development, and this is where people follow you because of the results that you're able to get for them. This is really where a lot of mentorship practices come in, into play because people look at you and they think, okay, I want to grow my business by a measurable amount. So you're able to grow their business by three or four X. You know, at Two Brain, our, um, our current ROI and our growth phase program is 11 X. That means that for every dollar somebody invests in our growth phase program, they get $11 back. And that is called people development leadership, the fourth level of leadership where we have a lot of influence because now my clients and people who aren't yet my clients know that I can get them results. So it's more than just being able to get results for the company, it's also about being able to get results for the individual. If you're working in a corporate structure, this type of leader might be 
everyone who mentors within the structure to help people ascend or grow their careers. You see this a lot with mentorship in the military, where informally people will meet with somebody higher on the food chain, and that person will tell everybody else, here is how to advance in your career. And then finally, the fifth level of leadership is called respect. And this is where people follow you because of who you are. Now, this is interesting, but what's most interesting about all five levels is that you can change how people view you as a leader and you can become a more impactful leader by improving your influence. So once upon a time, I went to visit the headquarters of this business in the US called Thumbtack. Thumbtack was this uh, posting service. It was an app where you could advertise your service business and people could sign up to try it basically. And Thumbtack exploded in popularity from about five staff to 50 to 500. They went from 50 to 500 in just over a year. And what was happening was that the original people who were hired at Thumbtack did what the owners and leaders said because they had to. They were hired to do that. But as they grew really, really quickly, the leaders realized that they had to have influence over all of these new hires because there were so many people working for the company now that they didn't have enough people to supervise anybody. And so they couldn't have a conventional leadership structure. They had to move from uh, people had to follow the leaders because they saw them every day to people would want to follow the people who are directly in charge of them. They had to go from positional leadership to permission leadership. And so what they started doing was publishing internal media. And so every morning, the founder of Thumbtack would record a voice note and send it as a text to everybody else. And it was like an internal podcast and it was only 90 seconds to three minutes every day, but he would send it out every day and he would talk about what he was working on, how the company was progressing. Maybe sometimes he would talk about some challenges, but more than anything else, he would talk about the vision. And what that did was created this atmosphere at Thumbtack of people who wanted to be at Thumbtack, who wanted Thumbtack to reach their mission, who wanted Thumbtack to succeed. And so he moved from positional leadership to permission leadership. People wanted him to influence them, all right? The next level in my company was moving from production, getting results for people within the ecosystem to people development, helping people uh, improving that we could get results for everybody in our ecosystem of fitness business owners. And so we started by producing this guide called the State of the Industry Guide. I've actually got a copy right here. Back around 2018, I guess, I was meeting with this business called CrossFit down in Santa Cruz, and they were asking how they could help all of their CrossFit gyms around the world grow faster. And they had, at that time, about 15,000 gyms, but they were a licensing company. They didn't give any business mentorship or guidance or franchising rights. All they did was say, you pay us and you can use our name. So they really didn't want to get prescriptive because they didn't want to bear any risk that the affiliates would take their advice and then fail anyway. So what they did, was they, they asked me like, what can we do to help without crossing the line and giving our, our affiliates entrepreneurial freedom? And I said, all you have to do is collect real data from all the affiliates, put it together and publish it. And then that will give us tools and knowledge on which to base decisions. We're still entrepreneurial. We can make our own decisions in our own gyms, but we'll be doing that from the truth. Instead of just listening to people who say they're doing well or they're trying to sell us something, we can actually make our own decisions based 
based on data. And CrossFit at the time said, that sounds like a great idea, but we're never going to do it verbatim. So I left that meeting and I was really frustrated. And I thought, man, why'd they ask me the question if they're not going to do it? And eventually what I realized was they were telling me exactly what I had to do, whether they meant to or not. I knew that if anybody was going to produce this data, it had to be me. I had the resources to do it. Uh, I had the audience to do it. I had the trust of the audience to do it. I had the influence. And so I could put this together. And so what we started doing was producing this guide. And it takes us months and months of work every year. It probably cost me about $250,000 every time we put one together. We have to work hard to forge and strengthen relationships with other people who have data to make this more valuable, but it gets more valuable every year. And so when we started publishing this, we started giving people those metrics to say, here is how I'm doing compared to everybody else. Here's how the average gym is doing in our industry. Here's what people are paying their staff. And here's how much the average gym owner is earning. And what that gave us was a foundation of trust where now if we talked about our other metrics or how well our clients were doing, we had the influence where people believed it. And people should be skeptical in my industry in fitness, just as they should be skeptical in business coaching. But if you have that knowledge and then you can turn around and point to results, you build influence. And so the fourth level of people development is you being able to show people, here's what we can do for you. After we published the state of the industry, we started tracking our own clients' results and publishing those. And so every month we publish a leaderboard and guess what? We show off how we're doing compared to the average in the industry. So now we can say, here are the top 10 gyms in the world at how many members they have or how much revenue they're doing or how much the owner is taking home or what the average client value is or for retention. And we can publish these leaderboards every single month and we can compare them to the norm because we have this data. We're able to prove that we can get results. And so we can now show people, here's how we can help you. That's a fourth level of influence, but it's not the fifth level of influence. The fifth level of influence, again, is people letting you lead them because of who you are. That is a massive, hard leap. And I think I resisted that leap and focused on level four for the longest time because level four, while it was hard, the hard part was just work and smarts. And I knew that we could do that. The hard part was investment. I knew that I had the money to do that. The hard part about level five is it is very, very tough in it, uh, to build renown for people to understand who you are. You have to be transparent. You have to share what you're doing. You have to kind of feel like you're bragging, but you also have to be willing to admit the really embarrassing stuff. People really have to know you before they can really like you. And so what happened recently was we got to put this to the test. We got attacked by a couple of critics who said, ah, what Two Brain is telling you is wrong. Go back to this thing that we thought worked in 2005. And of course we had proven didn't work. And so they would get up on stage and and say stuff like, if you disagree with me, I am willing to fight you over this. I'm not kidding. But what happened was really interesting. And we were doing this seminar in Berlin a few weeks ago. And one of these speakers, speakers got up on stage and, and he was like, ah, this is all wrong. This is backward. I'm so passionate about this. Hopefully they don't drag me out and beat me up in the alley for saying this, but you get it. He went on and on about how wrong TubeBrain was, even though we were a sponsor of the event. But something really interesting happened. And that is as soon as he left the stage, they took a coffee break and 30 people from the audience of 
of 100 walked over to talk to the two brain mentors and get their opinion. And this, for me, is a glimpse at level five influence, where people know you enough to question your critics, to walk over and ask you, is that true? Or to say, maybe I'm not getting the full picture here. Respect is all about people not always believing the negative stuff they hear about you or being willing to hear your side of things before they make a decision. When they're deciding who they want to follow, maybe they have seen that you've made mistakes in the past. Maybe they see some bruises or some bumps and they're willing to respect you even more because of it. Now, the type of media that you need to ascend to level five influence is different. The type of media that you need to ascend to getting people results or um, you know, producing for the industry at large, that's hard. You have to publish media consistently, like daily. We publish podcasts twice a week. We publish blog posts every single day. Emails go out every day. We're on five or six different social media platforms every day. We're on YouTube twice a week. That's all information that will give you level three or level four influence. But level five influence, respect, that takes a different type of media. And that's what Business is Good is all about because now we're not just showing people how, we're showing people why. We're showing intent. We're showing them not just that they can build a successful business, but that they can build a business that they're proud to own. A business that they didn't have to resort to slimy sales tactics or bait and switch marketing or anything that made them embarrassed or ashamed. A business that they can take home to mama. A business that they can show off to their friends from high school and say, I built this and be proud of it. A business that makes them successful, but also doesn't make them want to hide their success out of embarrassment for how they achieved it. That is what business is good is all about. And that is the type of leadership that we want to have. And the influence that we're building is through this media. So what I want you to think about is what current level of leadership you're at right now and what type of influence you need to build to get to the next level. To get there, I recommend first Maxwell's book, Five Levels of Leadership. But then I also recommend a book by Robert Cialdini called Influence. And when you go through this list, you'll be able to see what you need to do to stay at your current level of leadership and the type of influence that you need to build to get to the next level and hopefully how to do that. If you have questions, of course, just go to businessisgood.com. You can join the movement. You can ask questions there and I will be thrilled to answer them. Go build a business you're proud to own. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I had a great time recording this episode for you and I hope that you took away a model that you can use today. Hopefully you got a lot of valuable takeaways that will inspire you to take action and see new results in your business. Don't forget to take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review the show. That's the best way to show your support and help us get the word out. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me at businessisgood.com.